And we're going. Welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. My name is Kyle Ruff. Uh, with me is your favorite witch slash astrologer slash... Trying to be a comedian. Try- oh, yeah, the comedian <laughs> thing. Yes. Kendra Ruthless, say hello. Hello. Happy Friday the 13th, you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it's a very special episode. We've got some special guests here. To my right is Mr. Mark Masters from Denver. Say hello, sir. Ooh, hello, Internet hey. podcast <laughs> listeners, Steamboat Comedy. I'm excited. Yeah, buddy. And then to my left is the one and only Pat Truitt. Thanks for having me on the show, Kyle. Real happy to be here <laughs> talking to, talk to the Steamboat community. <laughs> I actually never, that is how you pronounce your name is Truer, right? Yeah, spot on, right. man. Because there's a sneaky E in there, and I was like, is this guy going to mess with me? Is he? No, no, no. That's the, the old American way. Then the German-Swiss pronunciation is Troya. Troya. Yeah, so every yeah. once in a while we'll get one of those, but spot on. And nice. nice, Nicely done. Thank you. You didn't even have to ask me. Very yeah, I agree. I, well, that's just called blind confidence, and sometimes it works. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Wait, look at the neighbors. Oh, is somebody kitty, spying on us? Kitty sighting. Oh, Friday yeah. the 13th black hat. Oh, African American cat. I'm Thank sorry. you. Okay, yes, it's sorry. 2019. It's Jesus. Watch my. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're here. How was your guys' day? Fantastic. Fantastic. How are you finding Steamboat? You ready to make people laugh tonight? Yeah. Oh, Steamboat's terrific. We had a great lunch over at. Uh, Meat and seafood? Yeah. Delicious. Billy's Italian hoagie. I recommend it hot. Nice. Get it hot. Oh, it's on the cold sandwich. menu. Steamboat's uh, awesome. Like, Steamboat is awesome. I love it here. This is incredible. Right? Oh, it's so It's beautiful. a great little community, man. Every time I turn around, I see something else beautiful in the distance. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. We went on a hike. <laughs> What's called Fish Lake? Fish Lake Falls. Fish, Fish uh, Lake Falls. Fish, Fish, Fish Creek Falls. Falls. Fish Creek Falls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, uh, and there was a race going on. There were uh, many, many 0% zero bo- zero body fat people uh, just hauling, hauling. Yeah. Like 50 mile, 100 mile race, 100 something mile like race, that. Yeah. That's crazy. Leif yeah. Erickson's um, ancestors are. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're the one. Family. Yes. yes. We, uh, I had a joke in one of our specials. I was doing observation of Steamboat, <laughs> and I concluded that because everyone's so tall and blonde here, that it must have been settled by the Vikings. Uh, and there's a, there's a boot outfitter in town that's like 150 years old. So I, the joke was that Leif Erickson retired and settled FM Light and Sons. Which uh, is. You guys see all the <laughs> signs on your way here? Oh, yeah. They, well, especially because oh, yeah. we were listening to your guys' podcast on the way in where you we talk were about talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. There we <laughs> go. Yeah, no, we've had a great day. It's been, uh, this is just like a perfect picture of, like, for me, this is a dream. Uh, you know, I'm born and raised here in Colorado. I live in Chicago now. I moved to Chicago for comedy. And about a year ago, Mark and I were talking about how cool would it be to do comedy in the mountain towns. Heck yeah. And uh, like just to come with like the fact that we woke up in Denver, went to my favorite breakfast spot down there, uh, snooze, breakfast uh, tacos, fantastic. Love it. Drove nice. up like incredibly beautiful drive as always. And then get up to Steamboat. It's so laid back. It's so calm. Oh, yeah. So quiet. Oh, yeah. Go on a hike. And we're going to do a show tonight. And like, we know you guys are putting a lot of work for the show. And so we're just so excited. It's just like it's really like a gift. To be here right yeah. now, sure. here and like just some, uh, really in the moment right now, and uh, grateful for all of this. Thanks, man. Well, it's a gift for us, us to have you. So yeah. excited! Right. Yeah, we've been trying so hard to reach out and get some other people in town here, and uh, I'm glad you guys made the trip up. I uh, yeah. hope we can keep doing it in the future. Too. Will you reach out? Or do you have a Do you have a tough time or like to get people? To I come mean, up I or? think this is our first time getting the momentum and like getting it together. Right. This is so new. Still? I think we're just kind of like now big enough where it would be effective to try to start doing that yeah. kind of thing, you know, because we 
going out on our own, we've kind of built uh, a surprising little community of people who are into it here. You'd be surprised for like a small mountain town. Uh, the show out. Yeah, we got a great show. Even just our open mics, you know. Uh, I mean, when I was, the open mics I did in Ann Arbor when I was starting out was at like an actual comedy <sighs> theater and with like seats and tickets and everything. And the one night I went up, there's only like six people. And we've always got at least, I don't know, 30, 40 people come out to open mic almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's great. Audience members. Yeah. yeah. Non-comics. Wow. Yeah, we, like the first one <laughs> that we incredible. did, we fill, you couldn't even get through, you couldn't even get a beer at this place called the Bra House, which oh, yeah. hopefully will be this winter. Yeah, we should be going but back. people just want it, and I think everyone should be excited for the Butcher Knife Show tonight because it's what's be What's the name of the guy who owns Bra House? I can't remember. I have it in my He's head. such a nice dude. He's the best. But I, fe- I feel so bad for him because we kind of out of the blue were like, hey, can we do some comedy at your regular open mic? And he was like, sure. And then 80 of our friends showed up and yeah. just ransacked the place. And there's this one poor server <laughs> who was running around like, oh, my God, what's happening? Spilling <laughs> drinks everywhere and everything. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> so is that the start of this show that we're doing tonight then? That was, yeah, I guess. I mean, that was the start of this group. Basically, yeah. yeah. So we uh, we started doing that. It was just off like a Facebook post, and then when we got kind of aggressive, it's uh, it's funny that it even worked out. But we did like a couple, maybe I think three open mics. Yeah. And then uh, our but friend they all Brittany. Went really well. Oh, they all went super well. Like- and then our our friend Brittany, who was kind of like a. She was at the time, she kind of helped put the whole thing together and was kind of like our manager and stuff. She's uh, the best. She just was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to book Old Town Pub for a comedy show. All of us having done it three or four times for the most part. Me and Andre had done it a little bit before. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, you see that no, poster like right a, there? Yeah. That's from that. It's amazing. And we did a special. We all even did theme sets for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Desperation Day. And solid. And we killed it. It was awesome. Great. It was Great amazing. Decision. We Absolutely. tried, and then we got aggressive again, so and we good. did the St. Patrick's Day one, which that is next one. That one was... We, we were just You were drunk. smashed, weren't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. The St. Patty's Day shows are a dangerous game. Yes, they yeah. are. <laughs> that night, I think I did well that... Yeah, I did okay that night. That was a good night. I think for the most part, we did okay. It was a good okay. night, but it just wasn't... <laughs> Anytime you look back at a set, I think I did well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. It doesn't exactly mean you killed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you did okay. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah no, it's, I mean, one. we just kind of been like, we got the slightest opening and we've just been running through Going it. Going for know? it. Absolutely. So, if you build it, they'll come. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's that's, incredible. That's uh, been our plan with sponsors. We just keep pretending that we're sponsored by people. And we're hoping like we're sponsored by Butcher Knife Brewing. Butcher Knife Brewing. <laughs> Head down Elk River Road. Get yourself a delicious local beer. Bush and I Brewing, thanks for the sponsor. <laughs> thanks Little for the plug money. there. Thanks Please for the money. money. Yeah. Yes. Give That's us money. Wild, uh, like Mark and I on the drive up, we're talking about just the differences in scenes, like just on an open mic level mm-hmm. as well. Of like, yeah, when you said to me earlier that you're having trouble getting people, like in Chicago, comics will drive two to three hours to perform for 20 people. Oh, I know, yeah. And yes. like, or less. Right. And like, that's a common thing of like, they go and because the traffic's so bad, the, the amount of time they won't do it, but like, they would happily like an open mic where you have 30 to 40 people like right. audience actual audience members who want to be there and want to laugh as opposed to a bunch of disgruntled comics uh, you know who just <laughs> city don't comics city comics <sighs> that's amazing that's a really special thing you have I think yeah. that is unique to being in Steamboat and starting this off it's super cool it's been amazing the reception that we've got just from the people around here they're really 
people really have an appetite for it. Uh, and I, I think maybe it's partially because we live in the mountains and there's nothing else to do for hundreds of miles around, but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's great. We were talking about that. We just got interviewed by the paper yesterday for the show tonight, and that was something we were talking about. Um, just the, I mean, I, I told these guys at the beginning because people were starting to talk about like money really early on, and I was like, you guys, we got to pump the brakes. I was like, you got to understand that there are people who do this for years yeah. and don't get the kind of opportunities that you're getting the third or fourth time doing it. You're talking about the comics asking. Yeah. 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 And they're like, when are we going to get paid? I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like pump the brakes. Like you should be getting practice, not paid. Yeah. You know? So we, um, I mean, we still don't really take any money at all. I mean, we'll our, take donations, but that goes to buying like this equipment take, yeah. to like our own PA system. We put that we were in, renting a PA from like, money that we had made mm-hmm. like and then we're just needed to invest so we can actually like do it because the open mics and most of our shows are free for the yeah. most part and mm-hmm. so you guys were bringing the pa system to the venues yeah. when you were doing the shows yeah, yeah. the venues, venues don't really like some venues will have the stuff for us but like we really yeah, like, like the, the, the chief theater because it's a theater they have all their own stuff built in but yeah. when we most of the places we go are just bars and we'll just post up the PA in the corner. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how works. do you how do you run the mic? How much time do the people get? Do they sign up on a piece of paper? Yeah. What are the logistics of it kind of the the timing we've been doing kind of depends on how many people sign up. We're we're pretty loose on it compared to most places. Yeah, like, Just because we're not like you said, it's not like there's eighty people looking to get spots. There's like we have up to fifteen, and we'll get like ten or twelve. Which usually. is like huge. Which is great. Though, like, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, and <laughs> so like we'll do. Usually we say try to keep it to five, maybe ten. It's it's more kind of. Uh, it's not as harshly enforced. Like when I was in that one club in Ann Arbor, I can't remember the name of the place now. I think it's just called. Ann Arbor Comedy Club or something like that. But they, <laughs> they were dudes there who were like really like if you were five minutes and like twenty seconds over, they'd ban you. Ban. Well, I, I I heard him say something like that. Like if you that you got five minutes, if you go over five minutes and thirty seconds, you're on a list and you basically can't come back. Yeah, I thought it was kind of harsh because I didn't realize the first city time comic. I did it there. <laughs> city, the big city Ann of Ann Arbor, Arbor. Yes. <laughs> the thriving metropolis of Ann Arbor. Yeah, so I was like, Rusty man, I couldn't comic. believe how kind of cutthroat some of these guys were. I I saw one of the guys who's a regular go up and kind of like, he went up to the bartender. I was going to get a drink after my set, and he goes up to the guy and he's like, number four. He was at four thirty-five. And the guy was like, okay, and he like wrote it on a piece of paper, and I was like, Jesus, guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there is some logic to that because eventually, if you are getting paid and you go to a club, they they they're running a tight ship. They sure. need to you know get their yeah, servers out and and yeah. time the check drop. And there's all kinds of legit. Eventually, when you're a pro, you do need to be able to hit. Right. You, know, you got no matter how timing. wacky you are. If you have a 20 minute set, you're expected to finish between 20 minutes and 21 minutes, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like 19:30 and 20:30. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. For sure. And we've been kind of. Because I started that way, I'm usually pretty mindful of my my time when I'm recording and well, stuff like that. I think the people who take this seriously, we mind our timing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's and like, and that's something that's kind of like for people who've been starting out here. That's like maybe like the next step is yeah. being able to refine your stuff. Totally, and be a little more precise with it. This is an interesting point because, yeah, there's I think there's two mentalities of there's the old school comedy club mentality, and things have to be run a certain way. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's the, I don't like the word, but I'll use it, indie mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, independent, you're going to do what you want to do. And, mm-hmm. like, you're going to create your own brand and your own show. And then you should run it how you want to run it. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't, you don't have to abide by certain things. But, like, you know, like, you go to Comedy Works in Denver, right? They, yes, they have a big operation. That's huge. It's one of the best in the club. That's different. But, like, up and coming, it's like, you just do what, what you want to do, right? And, like, if you have a comic who's going long, but he's crushing or she yeah, or they, that's like, uh, they're crushing it, right. then let him go. Sure, right? sure. Like, especially if you have audience members there who are having fun. And they're like, and you know what? I'm, I'm, if someone's doing terrible and they're just getting negative and going to a dark spot, cut them off early. Yeah. yeah. Cut them off right. early. Yeah. yeah, like you give them an opportunity, but they're just taking it down a dark path. Cut them off early. Sure. And that's, I think we usually, I will keep a timer most of the time. We'll mm. let people know. Um, but... And like, if they're going into a dark place or whatever, we'll be like, five, it's up. Like, yeah. you're, like, you got time. Like yeah, you at least, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. At least you have the slot you aligned, uh, signed up for. But, um, when it's a host of something you can see, like if it's someone that yeah. you see that come in and like everyone's around, they're killing dark, it, go. You know, they'll be, it's all about making something people at laugh. the end. Like maybe they're building it up, but yeah. if it's someone who's just don't, they're just yeah. taking it. And then you have 50 paying audience members who are totally. looking around. You got to cut them off. It's right. an open totally. mic. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I usually for these open mics, I'll host it and I'll usually sit there kind of next to the PA in the front and then we'll give them like a, a signal or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really don't know you guys super well oh, yeah, and I want to like, get to know, <laughs> I want right. to get okay. to know you guys. So Mark, what's up? How long have you been doing comedy for? Yeah. Great question. Uh, about a year and a half. Cool. Uh, I love it. I did a uh, hundred mics in the first six months. And uh, you can do that in Denver with all the city right. comics. Yeah, yeah I'm you like gotta put in some time. Uh, but you know, in Denver, some nights you can do three to four mics. Uh, other nights, you know, there's only one mic in all of Denver. Um, cool. So started out real hard, real difficult to do comedy. It's uh, so hard. Yeah, very uh, you know stage fright. Uh, not very good at joke structure. Uh, but you sit in a hundred mics and you see a lot of really awful comedy and some really good comedy and you start to learn how things work. Oh, sure. You get a little more comfortable with the microphone Just and being stage in the environment. You're going to absorb totally. some stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that was fun. Uh, I wrote a book about those first six months. You sure did. I got it right here. Yeah. Not yeah. good yet. Not, Not good, good yet. yet. Not good yet. Not good yet. Go get yet. your copy. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. People are like, yeah. are you good? I'm like. Not yet. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm getting there. Potential. Getting there. <laughs> uh, so it's. I think it's a great read for uh, anybody interested in a dream, but particularly open mic comedians. If you're getting started or want to go to your first mic, uh, there's some instructional stuff in there and uh, some personal stories about my journey in comedy. Uh, as I as I kept going, I kept doing mics. I've done over 300 mics to date. Uh, I've started traveling a little bit to do comedy. Uh, great. Just, just went on a road trip last week. Uh, things are going terrific. I slept in the parking lot of a Hobby Lobby uh, <laughs> on the way. Life is good. Yeah, right? life yeah. is good. Yeah, uh, but I made people laugh as well the same day. So Perfect. it's a Hell it's a yeah. net net positive for sure. I uh, got to do comedy in four different states. Uh, that was really exciting and unexpectedly got up at a show in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, which is really neat. Oh, nice! And uh, did a show in Chicago. Which I'm nice. sure Pat will talk about in a little bit. Pretty awesome show, I believe it was. Yeah. It was a pretty awesome show. Great lineup. I'm gonna pick Killer your host. brains about open mics to go oh. to because I'm gonna be there in a couple weeks. In Denver? No, in oh. uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let so I want to pick your guys' okay. brains. Totally yeah, I'll yeah. help you out. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna try to hit. I'm driving across country, so I'm gonna try to c- 
hit a couple open mics while I'm oh yeah i'll give you i'll give you around, the so. route that i took as cool, well because awesome. i went from colorado to chicago that's exactly what i did i went Perfect. out i hit uh kansas and i guess the listeners might be interested in this yeah that's uh, yeah, clint's that's... comedy stop in overland park kansas okay has an open mic on sunday nights uh pretty good 20 20 people in the audience uh paying uh, Clint there is a real nice guy and and runs a good show and shout out to Clint oh, shout yeah out shout out to, to Clint, Clint in Kansas. and uh, yeah now that I said that I probably shouldn't say that there's a nice Hobby Lobby in the same <laughs> area <laughs> if you need to stay somewhere there's always Hobby uh, Lobby uh, and then uh, from there I went to Iowa City they have a Monday night uh, cool. open mic at the Yacht Club that's the oh. University of Iowa college town yeah uh, okay. and that's just like three and a half hours from Chicago. And then and once you get to Chicago, there's a million mics packed. Yeah, awesome. Hook you up with that. Awesome. Um, nice. Yeah, and just just to kind of finish out the story, I, as I got a little more confident, I started traveling, doing some comedy, and uh, really taking every opportunity I could to get on stage, uh, inventing stage time, uh, like going to meetup groups and being like, hey, you want some comedy? I'll put together a little comedy show. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm starting a comedy show in Vail, Colorado, another ski town. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the first one's tomorrow night. We got... The amazing Pat Truer on the lineup, uh, Derek Stroop from Denver, Callan Reese from Colorado Springs. We got a great article in the paper, big picture of Pat in it nice. a couple days ago. It was <laughs> terrific. Yeah. So, so yeah, just any way I can find stage time, get on stage, working on joke writing, yeah, trying definitely. to write as much as possible. I, I might not be the best comedian in any given room, but I like to be the one who's working the hardest. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you put in work, it's going to pay off. I mean, it's that, that simple to a certain degree on you know, just about anything. Yep. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I'm real excited about tonight. I Me think too. I got some, Dude, uh, when you guys see this I'm set so of good material. And it's yeah. so cool. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Mark, what was the tipping point for you to actually take the leap and do your first mic? Uh, I, think, I think this is kind of common. I went to a couple mics. I went to two mics. Uh, in a row, I went to a Friday mic down in Denver, Three Kings, which is a really tough mic. Uh, there's not, there's no audience, or if there is an audience, it's people at the bar that tend to not care. Damn, real yeah. hard to get laughs. That's I was a hard just, one. I was just yeah. watching, and I was like, man, I could probably do better than this. These people are. <laughs> <laughs> these these that's, people. That's how I started, how I started too. too. <laughs> they're, they're either like really awful, like like cringy awful, oh, yeah. or. They're really good, and I would get like angina. I, I had chest pain for like two hours because I was like, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Some of these people are really funny, and nobody's laughing at them. I didn't understand that the like 20 comedians that were there had probably already heard the jokes a hundred times. Right. I was like, man, this is hard. Like that was a very good joke, and I want to laugh, but nobody else is laughing. I don't know what to do. Like what? What's yeah. appropriate? And then the following Monday, I went to the Irish Rover, another great mic, Oren B, and I watched the open mic, and. Uh, had a similar a similar feeling like yeah i think i, I think i could do this I, i'm not going to be the best person if i come back here and, and do this mic but i'm i'm definitely not going to be the worst there are some some there's some city comics here that uh <laughs> are, are struggling so uh then I, I i wrote some material and i came back the next monday to irish rover and gave it a shot and uh it was it was okay yeah it, yeah, it was well, yeah. it was uh i had too much material you you've heard the story i I uh, I ran a light basically because I didn't know that they had cut the time for the mm-hmm. comics oh, by a yeah. minute towards the end of the night, and uh, 
don't do this. This is not good advice. But I started yelling at the at the host. <laughs> Perfect. For cutting me off. <laughs> Perfect. In re- in retrospect, such a good move. I, I was Love one of those it. people good we were move. talking about <laughs> earlier, awesome. where you you maybe want to rush somebody off the stage because they're not doing very well. But in my mind, I was like, I'm doing terrific. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm remembering my and I, shit, and, and I'm, I'm yeah, on stage. and I'm building I'm up great. to this huge punchline at the end, and he's trying to get me, and he got me off, and I didn't get it. Damn. And in retrospect, I was terrible. You I had, I had a few good jokes in there, but none, just not enough. You know, right? And, and I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Um, How can you until you do it? I still don't know what yeah. I'm doing, so it's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Figuring it out, yeah. Sometimes you got to let the host know, though. Like, yeah, don't yell at the host, but if there's something going on that's, like, real fishy, you got to let them know. So like, what's going okay. on, man? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the uh, the mysterious... There's a lottery system at some mics, mm. and it's incredible how lucky the same people get yeah. every week at the right? lottery. Right? The lottery. Like, yeah, you quote. sit there and you have people wait two to three hours to perform three minutes, four minutes maybe, and like that's all they're looking forward to all day is to try it. And then someone just comes in and like magically their name is pulled next, and it's like okay, all right, maybe right. once, but twice in a row, you got to say something. You can't let that happen. Yeah, that's, right. True yeah. that. But people waste your time. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah, a slippery slope sometimes. Well, yeah. luckily here at Steamboat Comedy, we're very honest. Yeah. There's no lottery. No corruption here to deal good. with. Good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of that. Not yet. No. See if I get paid or not. How about you guys? But Tell us about your first mic. Um, Did you run your first mic? <laughs> like, that's not unbelievable. I um, I went a hair long on mine. Uh, I It was at is my 29th birthday. So I've been doing like this seasonal thing we were talking before. Uh, I lived in Montana for a while, and I would come back and forth to here. And comedy was always something I had in the back of my mind, but I never lived in like a real place where I could do it. Yeah. And then uh, I had moved to Ann Arbor for one winter. I took a winter off from the seasonal thing, and I knew they had a club there. And it was right um, before it – it was my 29th birthday uh, – me and the girlfriend went there. We watched an, an open mic, and just the same thing. I was like, even if I completely shit my pants, <laughs> I'm gonna be better than that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I signed up the next week. Got in the first time I signed up and went up, and it went really well. And I was just, I was hooked ever yeah. since. Yeah. And yeah, I uh, I tried to sign up again, and I didn't make the list like two more times. That in that period of time and I think it's because I went a little bit over and they they are like this they guy blacklisted me. I like this guy but I came back the next year and I, I said my name was Kyle Ruff and they wrote down Kyle Rudd and I made the list so I don't know if that was my uh, end Paul, <laughs> yeah. Paul's brother <laughs> exactly me and Paul hanging out good old Paul uh-huh. love you when he comes visits us yeah yeah, yeah. me and me and Paul dude we're, we're like this we're tight yeah. uh I but step brother. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How many, how many times did you do it before we had our first open mic here? Twice. Twice. Okay. So I was still fresh. Yeah. Good and, for you. And then you hosted awesome. yeah. an fresh. open mic, your third I, mic. My, let's see, when did I start? So we had like, Brittany was the, she was like, I'm not a comedian. I'm just going to help organize this thing. I'll be the host. So she hosted okay. like our first couple ones. Our first probably four open mics and the two shows because mm-hmm. she did the one that we did at O'Neill's yeah. and then three at Bra House and then it was after the after the St. Patrick's Day one uh, we kind of decided it'd be better to have one of the actual comics host just so they'd be a little bit more 
bits into it because she kept yeah. she kept running around and doing other things and we're kind of like you can't be going to get drinks at the bar you got to like sit down here and host and so we uh so i hosted the butcher knife show we did this, the first show of butcher knife was the end of last season and we decided it's like beginning of april yeah yeah and it was awesome i it sucks that we record all of our shows and i recorded on that one cut out like 20 minutes in and we lost almost all of it i think that was my best night it was I it was a was lot of people's best, night best ever. Night. It was a good, it was so good. Our buddy Spencer, so who's going to be performing tonight, he blew the roof off that place. He is so full funny. circle. Yeah, <laughs> he had this like how you were talking before about a guy who it's it seems like they're struggling, but it's really just a really long setup. Yeah, but he had a joke like that, and at the end he dropped the hammer, and the it place just about lit died. up. Yeah, so we, we started calling him the full circle because <laughs> everyone in public would see him, they'd be like, oh man. You brought that thing full circle. <laughs> full circle. And he's like, yeah. if one more person says, yeah. full circle. <laughs> yeah. Like smashing a waffle at yeah. breakfast. Like, Somebody yeah. calls, you'll you'll understand. Yeah. Spencer, shout out Spencer. He You're was the best. on fire the he's last the podcast best. episode too. Oh. He was the one who <laughs> gleefully informed us that uh, it was 9-11 on Wednesday, the beginning of the podcast. I remember that part. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah. What was my part of that? Why was I talking I about Spencer? I don't know. Just chatting about Mike's and experiences. Uh, oh, we, we were talking about that was the first show that I hosted was the last uh, yeah. butcher knife show, and yep. it was a really good turnout. And kind of since then, you and I have been mostly handling everything as far as yeah hosting and organizing. I yeah. probably host like two thirds of the things mostly, and then like you and Miles will yeah hey, we'll jump in to, there. Mm. Whatever, you guys. It's all about creating your own opportunities, right? You can yeah. either be someone who just complains about not getting the opportunities, or you can do it yourself. I'm just doing them, it. Right? I'm yeah, just making it happen. Like create your own stage time. Do it how you want to do it. Don't be. Don't let other people dictate what you do. Totally. Right. Especially like that's the whole art of the comedy, right? Like right. Yeah. individual out there you can doing do whatever what they you want. Do definitely. And when it's yours and you build something great, then people want to be a part. And then all of a sudden, the people that you like wanted to have their approval, or you wanted them to ask you to something, all of a sudden they're coming to you mm-hmm. and right. asking, which is a fun turning point. So yeah, awesome. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been going great. The lessons of an open mic. Yeah. Right? The lessons of a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Have you had any crazy things happen at your open mics? Not really. We, uh. <laughs> it's, no, it's usually pretty Springs, boring. Colorado. It's yeah. not like nothing crazy happens. I don't know. Nothing crazy. We had, me and a couple people tried to go to Boulder for an open mic, and that was a strange experience. Okay. We Which recorded one? a, uh. Vision Quest? It was at a bicycle shop. Yeah, Saturday night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. I've heard that's good. We. I haven't been, though, myself, personally. It was an interesting experience. Okay. Let's just stop it there. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have the Perfect. best time. I mean, it was okay. It was right. fine. It was just kind of a weird we crowd. We talked about it all. Like, yeah, we, we actually right along. We we recorded a podcast about it, and I don't know if it'll ever see the light of day. We'll so you guys see. don't have like random people just wander in and sit down, cracked out, and take their shirt off and no, nothing like that. Yeah, about peanut butter sandwiches. And Damn, <laughs> I wish that happened. I could go yeah. for a sandwich. That sounds. <laughs> we need to go do open mic with you guys. <laughs> That's city open mic comedy right um, there. Nice. That sounds about right. Yeah. Nice. There's one guy ever. We had a guy who, like, he's been known to show. He's a real crazy-looking fella. And he's, I would guess, over 50 years old. Uh, Questionable if he lives in a house. And he'll come in, and he'll put stuff out, and he'll take stuff out that looks like poop, and it'll be like a melted candy bar. And, like, he'll do it, and then he'll – he is, uh, I'm going to say, not white. 
And, <laughs> and then he will make everybody's sets. Like, he'll open up with about how racist everything was. And it's always like, oh, my God. And, like, thankfully, he's only come to mind one time. That was an experience. And then uh, you witnessed the, uh, the last week we had a guy who came up to me, and he said he was going to do a character. And, like, you guys – so you guys were talking about you're, you're paying for the PAs, right? Like, yeah. you are doing this, right? So at the, the show I run in Chicago, uh, it – it's a process to build trust with the establishment. Right. You have to show them mm. that you're oh, bringing yeah, people in sure. to get them to put money in. And at first we started, we had a plug-in mic that was just in like, that's where the plug-in with the wall was. Not an ideal situation for an open mic, no, not a room. Right. But then we were having success with the open mic. And so uh, I asked for wireless microphones, which are very expensive. And that, uh, thankfully, the it's called the Irish Oak. It's the Denver Broncos bar in Chicago. It's right in Wrigleyville. And thankfully, they have an amazing uh, sound system already built in. But mm -hmm. the, the mic is a game changer, right? Because that allowed us to shift the room to now it's, a, if you just imagine a big rectangle, if we're looking at the table here, the stage, now it's more of like there's a stage and it's focused and everybody walks in the room and it's all focused on the nice. stage as opposed to this awkward corner that it was Yeah, that's over, yeah. Yeah. Learning and how to set up open mics is a journey it's for important. sure. It's important. show yeah. and open mic, yeah, it's all about just creating this tight environment and like to focus everything on the comedy. And but by having the wireless microphone, it allowed us to change the room in that way so it now it's an incredible comedy room great and then all we needed we have like a construction light as our spotlight that we hung on a rafter and a little <laughs> stage that's made of two by fours and it's spray painted black but it's ideal for a backroom show perfect and so last week a comic came up to me and said i have a character and, and what also you need to know for this story is that it was our first ladies night of comedy which is a new thing because of trying to encourage more diversity in the room, sure. have a more diverse lineup. Uh, there's a lot of very talented female comics who are intimidated by showing up at this open mic session because, yeah, it's a lot of guys talking about their dicks or... I'm uh, talking like, about their dicks. Sure. It's <laughs> terrific. It's wonderful. Yeah. I am talking about... And I bet you do a great job. You know, I bet you yeah. do a wonderful job. I make so many different songs yeah. up and... She's it's got great dick material. Yeah. Great dick material. And I'm material. not saying that that's like, an like a, not an ideal environment. It's just repetitive. Sure. No, and, for and sure. sometimes it's just... It can be intimidating if you're not used to that kind of. Yeah, yeah. And she I'm was raunchy from the get go. Literally so right off the sure, start. Sure, sure. And uh, but and so I wanted to create this more <laughs> a diverse environment. So we had ladies yes. night. Gave out a ton of comps to every female performer. Awesome. Every two out of three spots was for a female or non-binary performer. So Perfect. In Chicago, cool. That's the proper for term. PC. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and so, anyways, a guy came up to me and he said, "Hey, I'd like to do a character tonight." And okay. I said, uh, "Okay." And I'd seen his uh, stand up. He's all right. And he gets up on stage at ladies' night, and he pretends to be this wasted comic, and he has his pants down and unbuttoned. And he had shorts on underneath, and first I was like, oh, uh-oh, I don't know where this is going. Right. And then he takes a deliberate spill with the wireless microphone on the stage, and it's a concrete ground. And after he did that, I was like, no, I can't have this. Like, that microphone goes down. That messes up the showcase we have. We have paying members coming tomorrow. Can't right? do it. That stops this. That's uh -uh. like, the bar's not going to be happy. And, and it's like, and also, like, the unbuttoned pants on ladies' night, not a good idea. Right. And Mark and I have discussed this about That's the like, creative freedom. <laughs> and I said, okay, yeah, maybe I uh, failed to see the uh, creative genius, <laughs> right? Or uh, maybe he's going to be serving me sandwiches in five years. Yeah, maybe right? he's like, an maybe it's not Nothing wrong him. with sandwich makers, by the way. It's <laughs> just like, uh, and it was, but like, you have to be aware of that when you're running these things, like when you have limited resources. Yeah. Because if you guys spent 
hundred dollars on a PA and someone takes a spill on purpose and breaks it. Oh, I would be very sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I would be sad but with an M. Mad. <laughs> I was about to be like, Sam? Sam. Saddam. Smad. Mad. I would be smad, sad, mad. But well, you see all kinds of different things like that when you run a show with everyone that comes yeah. in, like what yeah. some people and like I'm not I guess that's innocent small of things that I haven't done. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, yeah. And I even told the comic, Hey, I was at Comedy Works my second time on stage. I threw the microphone, not knowing that that microphone cost a lot of money. Ooh. I had did the exact same th- I did worse. I threw the microphone. I was hammered on stage. It like you like my, did a mic drop or no, you like threw I it at somebody? Tossed the microphone. <laughs> I tossed it. It was the second time ever. It was a part of the bit. It was a part of the bit where it was like a a, a boob popping out of a bra like a snake in a can. And I just fired the microphone out to create that visual. Perfect. And and it just popped. I mean, that was bad. And so I did it, right? I'm not killing. Yeah, that was at the uh, New Faces competition, right? That's when I ran over. I got disqualified because I ran over. Yeah. That's Mm. uh, so, anyways, lesson learned. Open mics, man. They get, a little, they, get, they get wild. Yeah. yeah. Get wild. I got a question actually for you guys because I I know there's a lot of these comedy competitions all over in like the cities, and I'd be interested in trying to do one sometimes, but I don't know anything about them. I've never seen one. I'm not really sure how that works. Uh, yeah, I'll just jump in here and say uh, there's one thing that's hard about comedy competitions is they're subjective. Right. So, um. You know, like I've new faces in Denver. Uh, I think it's open to anybody in Colorado, so you can try and join it next year. They did like run out of spots. They had more s- people this year than ever before. Oh wow! I think two hundred comedians entered this competition, so they had like thirteen nights where they had thirteen people go up and do five minutes, wow. and then they have uh, five people in the audience, random audience members who score on five different topics uh, and like originality and audience response and uh, stage presence, delivery, that kind of stuff. And then then, then there's a headliner, a pro comic, who's also uh, scoring. And then they combine all the scores and then three people from those 13 advance to the semifinals. And then once they get to the finals, the winner gets $1,000 and this really cool belt. And it's like, it's a, it's a pretty big deal to beat out 200 other comics. Sure. The thing that's sure. interesting is I've been to, I think I went to 10 of the 13 uh, shows and took my own score of everybody. And, uh, and I participated in one of them as well. Uh, did not advance, but I uh, no. was happy. I got a good tape out of it. Uh, that's good. So yeah. that was nice. Uh, what was interesting was I was very not good at predicting who the top three people would be. Mm. You know, yeah. I, w- I would know for sure who the top three were in my book, and maybe I'd get one or two of them right. But the the five people judging and the com- combined score, you could never predict. Like, you could probably predict, yeah. you know, three or four people that definitely were not going to advance. Right. You know, the new first year, second year. Comedians. I mean, if someone's just straight up uncomfortable and slipping and stuff, it's obvious yeah, to just, see who's just falling, not good. Yes. Yet. Yes. Yet. Yeah. I'll get better. I'll get better. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, so so that's that's the first thing you need to know is is it and in a way that feels unfair, right? You can get up there and crush and do really well, but somebody just might not like your material. Right. Maybe it's uh, comedy world, too edgy though, for like. you, or Very maybe it's too now. alternative for one of the scores. Sure. Um, 
there's another there's another competition world series of comedy uh that i don't know too much about but i participated in it this year did a show at looney's comedy club in colorado springs mm -hmm. you can uh you can sign up towards the end of the year for the next year like i i uh sent in an audition tape in like december and then uh you you might get onto a show you can get onto a satellite show like anthony armstrong is a comedian in denver who got on to a show in Boston. So he like flew to Boston, oh, participated nice. there, made the top 101 comics who then participated in St. Louis at the finals, which I'm going to go to. They're supposed to have comedy classes and stuff like that. Cool. I don't know a ton about it. I'll, I'll circle back with you. Sure. That's, yeah. at, that's at the end of this month. Awesome. In a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, comedy, basically comedy competitions, they're great practice. Yeah. Uh, I think it's terrific practice to watch all the comedians because you see a wide range of comedy. Yeah. Uh, and but just don't have your heart set on winning even if you Go feel for like the experience yeah, yeah yeah and give it your all try to win but don't i mean i'm surprised by the comedians i talked to in denver who've done new faces three four times and they clearly to me had one of the top three sets and didn't advance and they're so laid back and relaxed just like that's just the way the cookie crumbles you don't you, you can't know like almost every night there would be one person who crushed the hardest and they would always advance. So right. if you're like clearly the person who just stole the show, you'll advance. Yeah. But if there isn't one of those or you're below that, at that point it's just it's kind of a guessing game. Yeah. Here's what I would say step by step, what to do. New comic going to another city, you want to get into the competition. Mm -hmm. Find the Facebook groups mm -hmm. for the communities there. Start there, look for submission pages. Um, as you're part of your submission, you you have to submit tape. Right? Okay. That's, so I sure. would find. So if if you're if you have the money, spend it. But once you find your solid five minutes, it's all about five minutes, right? That's right. everyone about values five minutes. five minutes in these competitions. It's like submit a five minute set, five minute set. Find it once you have a good five minute set. Uh, find a videographer here in town. Mm -hmm. All right, and put on a show, and put it in whatever venue is going to be the loudest, and bring mm -hmm. all your friends. Bring all your friends. And have the videographer bring in professional sound equipment. Hell yeah! Spend the money to get a sound and do that five minutes and make sure it's a, like everyone says tight five minutes and make sure it's that and then you have a quality bit because no one knows who you are when you go to another city, right? Right. But they, if you have a solid one and it's like uh, if you have one in the and you're I call it juice and the laughs. Yeah. Like you're having oh, all your yeah. friends in there and like you make it and like but make it look like it's cool. Like if you have to put up a curtain in the background. As well, instead yeah. of like a window, like make it look so it's framed, it's so sure. it's there. Because the person watching that tape has no idea where Who's that show is. No, you're shot, you don't, know. don't say where it is. Yeah. Don't say where it is. Don't say we're at the XAZ Brewery. Just do the material. Have the five minutes. Have your friends go nuts for you at the end. And even like tell some of your friends if they if they don't know the material, tell them I need you to hit it hard. That's what uh, you know. Run DMC. When he started out, that's exactly what he really? did. Really? Yes. He knew that a promoter was going to be at a, an event he was DJing, and he told all his friends, go nuts. He packed the place with all his friends, and he told them, go absolutely ballistic. And he created this image of Hell himself yeah. being much greater. You can do that with these tapes. and then you So you go to the cities, you join the Facebook groups, you find what other like websites, denver5280.com, uh, Chicago, comedyofchicago.com. You just type in at Google each city you go and you'll find it because a lot of it is a, a buddy system 
Uh, and people, like Mark was saying, Mark told me this today, a lot of people vouch for other people sure. or really, really strong tapes. And like, and I've learned this, is like there's a lot of comedy festivals, and they'll take your money. And yeah. like, I, I don't know, I spent like a couple hundred bucks on things where I like just constantly getting, nope, sorry, nope, sorry. And that's like turned me to like just focusing on what I'm doing and like not having to worry about those and like just creating kind of like you guys, you create something awesome here. People find out about it. That will help spread, especially if like uh, creating a show, you have people come visit and they're in other places. You'll meet. You guys are meeting me right now. Like, yeah. You continue to True. have yeah. people come up from Denver you, and just be friendly and establish a, a basic human relationship yeah, with them. Right. Then you have a resource and you have an in. Right. Yeah, and, like, totally. and that's it. You can reach out. Like you're coming to Chicago. I'm happy to help you out right there. Right. However you need. Let's like, do you, it. You know, Mark, like you go down to Denver, like here's the layout. Cause that that's half the battle right there is just totally. figuring out where do I go? And like, you don't want to go to an open mic and, and just wait there for three hours and not do anything. And like, but that level of festivals is a different level. Yes. It's, it helps a lot, but it, it is consistent with that tight five. So you want yours to look awesome when you have those videos to show. And also like when I, I have, my shows, I have people come and they send me videos of themselves and say, hey, I'm going to be in Chicago. Is there any way I can get on your show? Uh, and I will watch the tape. Uh, and that's kind of like a weird moment when you have that show. of Like, oh, people that's are asking cool. me yeah. to watch it if they can be on. And be like, yeah, and I absolutely do pay attention to the tape and I watch it all the way through. Uh, and because cool. me like I don't like know. yeah I don't like the even though I'm talking about buddy up with people I don't yeah. like the fact that a lot of people get on just because they know somebody they're not there's mu many more talented people I agree sure. and they don't they don't get the opportunities because they're just not so good at social interactions yeah right or they or they are new to town or, totally. or whatever so and that's where it's hard on you trying to be like one of your friends is trying to say hey bring me with you but you know that somebody you're not as tight with might be a little bit better. Yeah, I give them the tough love. So it's kind of a lot of pressure on you to get the right people. You 100%. Know? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. See, this is these are things I don't even know about. I like am. I, like, it's like a well, just a couple of small time and mountain folk. We don't know these yeah, city things. Know these <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the big city. No, it's really not that. It's just human behavior. It's just yeah. uh, sure. Mark uh, po pointed me out to this guy named Brent Gill who runs the Boulder Comedy Show, and Mark brought that to my attention, and I reached out to him, and I asked him, and he's got a great room. I'm looking forward to uh, a plug. I'm going to be there on Sunday. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but I hadn't heard about it. Mark did it, and I talked to him, and he spent uh, an hour and a half talking to me just on all the lessons that he learned about what to do, and it all comes together to like putting together a good lineup if you're putting it on, but then like by doing that, you get the show, you get more people, and like so many opportunities will rise like what you guys are essentially what i'm wrapping up right now with is you guys are doing the right thing if you just keep working hard at this that's right? the goal let's keep doing it doing, doing it. it and doing it well that's right yeah oh sweet um we should probably wrap this up because we got a show to do people. yeah yeah we do yeah buddy uh anything else any got parting words Sure. Uh, quick plugs, right? We got the we got the Vale Comedy Show. Uh, Vale Comedy by Show. Vale Comedy Mark Show. Mark Masters tomorrow in Eagle yep. Vale. And uh, again on October 19th, featuring Christy Brook Bukley. Yeah. Apologies. Sunday. Just found out I'll be at the Boulder Comedy Show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Show. Uh, Good weekend. The old Instagram. You can uh, follow Real Funny Pat. Uh, all one word. Nice. And then uh, YouTube is Pat Chat. P-A-T-C-H-A-T. Nice. And that's that's me. That's yeah. it. Thank you, you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks thank for the show. you. Really excited. This is awesome. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. I don't think we need to edit this. We're
I know. You guys Usually, are like professional and not raunchy and dumb like we are. No, I, I spent five hours editing the last one. You I don't think I just understand what happens. They can't just stay on a track line. Mm. We all can't stay on a track What's line. That? It's definitely all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and then I'll just be like, so as we were saying, we say that right. 30 times throughout the episode. Yeah. We need to like, this is like so you don't even have yeah, to Yeah, this is it. too easy on me. Yeah, really come on. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you guys again so much for Thank listening. You. And if you come to see us tonight, we'll see you there. If not, we'll see you in the future. See y'all later. Thank you. Open mics are going to start back up on the 24th at the Barley, September 24th. You heard her. Yep. <laughs>